Hi, everyone. Welcome to Wizard Opinions. We have a special guest today. Uh, it is Jesse Spears coming to us from the Pacific Northwest. And I'm also joined by Kyle Mathis. Uh, this is Jesse Backstrom. And we're here to talk about a few things today. Uh, right now, we're talking about Apex Legends and PUBG. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts? Jesse, what do you think? Hey, Jesse. Um, well, I, I've i been playing a good bit of uh, Apex lately. I haven't played PUBG in a while, except for today. I just got back on. And, Ooh, uh, this is good. I'm back in PUBG, too. Yeah, I've, I've been having fun. Like I played a few solo uh, and a few uh, squad missions today. Uh, I haven't. I just actually got to play this new snow map uh, yesterday or, or earlier. I feel like about an hour ago. And I really like that map a lot. It it's, is, like, it's interesting. Yeah, I like that they put did more buildings, and it's also still really big. It's still like it's it very feels busy. Like, yeah, it feels it's like orange, cluttered. orange ale, but with more space. Yeah, or uh, or it's more crap. Yeah, more it's yeah more stuff on it. Um, yo, yes, Kyle. I'm in. Yo, I'm into uh, Red Dead Online right now. I think and Pokemon Go. <laughs> so I'm too busy for your PUBG stuff. I, I would play though, maybe. If you guys were like, hey, we're going to play together and we need a third person. Uh, I would love to set that up. I was just telling Kyle, Jesse, that I was looking at some of my old Twitch clips and I was watching a, a game that uh, you, Kyle, and I won. It was a very good game. Oh, have yeah. They, have they added new guns? They yes. have. There's a lot. There's tons of new guns, actually. Oh, God. I didn't so recognize just... the guns I was using. Oh, wow. Okay. Also, they so... apparently got rid of 9 mil ammo for SMGs, I guess. No, that's uh, they did not get rid of nine mil ammo for SMGs. It depends on what map you're on. If you're on uh, Arangel, like you'll get the nine mil ump. But if you're oh. on Vikendi, you'll get the forty five ump. It depends on the map. Yeah, because so that was the. And also, like, there's the MP5 is on Vikendi, and that's a nine mil submachine gun. Ah, see the, I don't. But that's like real life. If you find a UMP in the US, it's probably nine mil. If you find one in the Eastern Bloc, it's probably a forty five. I didn't know that. It's interesting. Yeah. They have different calibers. Gun nerd. So, <laughs> uh, enough about video games. We brought Jesse on for a very important reason, because I wanted him. Uh, this is Jesse Backstrom, and I'm talking about Jesse Spears, who has just hey. started his own business. It's a rival business to Kyle Mathis. He's trying to put RK Holiday out of business. Jesse, what do you have to say for yourself? Oh, so God. far, I'm doing a very poor job. <laughs> 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 no, you're supposed to promote your thing. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I just, I literally have just started, just started making a business of photography. Like I have so far had one paid client. So hey, yeah, that makes you a professional. I guess so. I got paid to do it. So I'm professionally doing it. Um, it sounds good it's to your me. profession. Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of doing that on the side and, uh, I, I just, I just made business cards like last week. I got them back like two days ago and they have a typo and they also nice. are Excellent. not what I expected. So I'm reordering them. So it's going to be another probably week or so before I get actual business cards. Oh God. Um, and this reminds me, we did actually try to get you for the photography episode too, but I think you were busy. Yeah. I was sad I missed out on that one because it seemed like a really interesting, I could have talked for that too. <laughs> With his paid client, he was busy with his paid client. <laughs> um, probably not. <laughs> Did you take portraits of this client, or yeah. was it like okay? 
so I met this uh, real estate agent at my actual nine to five gym, and he needed new photos for his website. And I was like, well, I have a camera. And he's like, you should take pictures of me. I said, okay. And so we went out to a couple places around Tacoma and I did a few headshots of him and it turned out really good. He liked it a lot. And so he wants me to now uh, do a few houses for him. So I got those lined up and he's actually recommended me to a few people. I've gotten some responses like asking, uh, inquiring about photography, which is cool. Well, that's cool. If anybody wants to, by the way, if anyone wants to check out Jesse's uh, photos, you can see a lot of his work on his Instagram, which is j.spearsphotos. Yep. That's the new name because the old one was way too unprofessional. (laughs) <laughs> yes. What was, the, what was the old Jesse, Jesse Dangerously? The old one was uh, Built to Chill, which doesn't sound like you have a good No, no I feel like that would get chill. you a lot of clients in the Pacific Northwest. Though. Yeah, maybe. Chill. And just like your profile picture is just a, 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 like weed. It was a Spider-Man sort of... taking a photo. A cartoon <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, so I tried, I tried to make it a little bit more uh, professional looking. Like, right. Which... Dude, also speaking of, I know you've you probably already talked a million times over about Instagram influencing that kind of stuff because I know you do a lot of that on your Instagram, Kyle. But mm-hmm. how the heck do you get followers on Instagram? Because I've been posting and I seem to get like I get like five followers and then a day later they're they're gone. It's like they just follow I, and they leave. I can actually help with yeah. this one if you want me to. Because sure. I uh-huh. found that the way you get followers is you may is you uh, tag a location and you make it as general a location as possible because I can make take a photo of like a box of paper towels and uh, tag the location just as Austin Texas and I'll get like 16 followers of like art gallery art galleries and influencers who only want me to follow them back yeah. and like oh this is a thing tagged Austin Texas I'm gonna like and follow and subscribe to this jerk who's yeah only takes photos he doesn't of want that he wants engaging followers like I'll, I'll tag i'll tag like you know a few general hashtags about what the photo is and then like i usually also tag like the sony tags because i use a sony camera and yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll pick it up and I'll post it you know somewhere but um i i'll post it like as a general area where i'm at like you said and i'll get you know like uh five or six followers that are like the like camping page or like uh, Pacific Northwest uh, outdoors, whatever, whatever. I'll just get like, you know, general pages that are uh, similar to what I posted and then they'll follow me. And then after like about three days, they'll be gone. So it's like, yeah. they're just trying to get me to follow them back or something like that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one There's was, I think that. I posted a photo of a tortilla that I found lying in the middle of the road outside of an auto body repair shop. <laughs> and that got me followed by a tattoo parlor i was like okay this all make this all checks out yeah this is how uh, social media works these days right you post a photo of tortilla you get followed by a tattoo page i could i could talk to you about that for a very long time a lot of of good advice not that i have a lot of followers i find that it's very hard you do you. well you have like two my, two thousand or so over two thousand but my engagement rates are abysmal in my opinion so like it's that's really the number you want is like mm. the engagement percentage. the number of people like liking stuff and yeah uh, and right. commenting and that's that's where that's where i struggle and um but like i've i've studied this i've read on it i could talk to this for like an hour and drop a lot of freaking knowledge on you but that's if we want to talk about that we can or we can talk about yeah, other stuff, but we can probably save it for another time because I know you've talked before about uh, social media and SEO stuff. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. I do that daily. I do. Yeah. I have been doing stuff like that daily. But you, you are like becoming an or... Instagram guru. Uh, I know a lot more about it than I ever wanted to. <laughs> um, but actually, today I joined TikTok, and that's oh, really my god. That's Did you do really it for the Vine. <laughs> oh god! TikTok it's... is like Vine went to a trailer park and did a lot of math. <laughs> Right now. That's what TikTok is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is like, true. That's legitimately like the funniest thing I've heard in a month. <laughs> it's, it's, you're not wrong. We on TikTok are scary individuals. Oh, you got that's me. That's true. <laughs> but it is um, like right now is where like this is the time to be on TikTok. If it's going to be a thing, like who knows if it's going to be a thing, right? But, I think it yeah. will be. I think a lot of it, the, 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 the people I used to follow well, on Vine are now getting into TikTok. Well, it's, yeah. well it's, al- it's already a thing, right? Like, we're already late. But the point, a point I'm making, though, is how big and Americanized and Westernized Instagram is, which, I mean, most of Instagram is, is foreign, but, like, it's very Western. TikTok is not quite there yet, so... Yeah, it's it still is very popular in China, I believe. Like before it came over here. Yeah, it's very very popular in Europe. I mean, and the trailer trash stuff is the high school American kids. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's kind of funny. Too. I think it's because there's so many people that find the TikTok American high school is the trailer park of the world. <laughs> yeah, it's very cringy. It's they cringy see the. They see the ads and they say, oh, I can make like a, lip sync, a lip sync video that my friends can see. But they don't realize that everyone can see it. And then that's how people find these videos. Those are the best up. videos, no, I, though. I think they can. I think they know that. I think I think what it does, though, is I think the reason TikTok is probably so popular, though, is because it, it gives you like if you're a very insecure person and or you're uncomfortable, like being on camera and like talking and coming up with your own content and audio it allows you to just put audio to something right the, the editing and the the way that you can react to other people's videos and stuff and you can you can save anybody's video like how easy it is to edit the video and music is the driving factor in my mind because like that yeah. that is it's insane it's true it's like it's it so kind of crazy. makes it to where they don't have to. There's not as much pressure on them to have good audio. They just lip sync to you know whatever it is they have uh, uh, pulled up. Yeah, um, and like yeah, whenever I do w- when I do like videos for Instagram, which I haven't done a lot, but like anytime you do video Instagram, you have to use um, you know copyright free editor or, thing. Yeah, I mean like you have to use a lot of stuff to do music. In this, it's like you can use any song you want, and that's a powerful thing because yeah, it's you know you can like. Having good music, like we've kind of forgotten about music as a culture because it's gotten so weird, or not gotten so weird, but like it's the, the way that we consume it has gotten strange. Yeah, but on there, like the power of having good music in a production of some kind goes such a long way. So you can be the cringiest kid in the on the planet doing the cringiest crap, but you're the person still likes part of what they're consuming because the quality of the music is still good. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's yeah. like a whole like, thing behind it. There's like a baseline of quality that's going to be there no matter what. So the video is kind of like, I guess it can, it's there. There's less pressure, I guess, to be a good yeah. video. And, and it does something super interesting where like it has the whole react thing, right? So like yeah. the whole idea is you make a video and then 
people can react to it. So it's like you set up a joke. You don't even know what the joke is. You don't even know what the meme is. You could just take your shirt off and fill your arms around. And then you're invited and everybody that sees your video or consumes your video can then make a reaction post to it. Yeah. To so the, you have like you know a, you have a long chain of TikToks of people playing off of the earlier one or something like that. Yeah. 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 It's right. kind of insane. I think but it's the time to, to be there. TikTok now. No, it's the time. To, if you're, if you could send a TikTok, I'm not going to make my own. For business, advertising, all of that stuff, it is the freaking time to start learning and getting on there. Because here's the thing, like, like I was looking through some of the hashtags. It's very hashtag driven of things that already are pretty popular or things that like I'm trying to kind of fit into and do well. And the competition is so high because it's like it's already kind of been determined of like what it is. Freaking TikTok has zero things on those hashtags so i'm like huh. there first you know so it's what I'm saying? pretty open market like easy not not too crowded if i guess you, right now if you well depending on what you hashtag yeah like i mean like any hashtag that's kind of halfway popular on instagram like if you were going to like try to plug yourself in or or find some influencers or community in there and like network around a lot of that is already kind of that that trail's already been blazed right and so yeah. like, you're you're hit on there I have an important Go question ahead, about the viability of TikTok. Are there DMs which you can slide into? <laughs> it's more of like <laughs> it's more like trailers you can crash your TikTok airplanes. Okay. If if the answer is yeah, no, then uh, you know I'm I, I I'm I'm down on TikTok. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how saying, it's gonna go. You're saying slide in messages? Yeah, it da- it goes down in the DMs. You know that, right, Kyle? Oh, uh, I know it goes down the DMs. I'm saying, um, you know. You gotta have a little room, <laughs> a little room to play. If you know what I'm saying. And if TikTok didn't give that to you, then viability as a platform is starting. to I haven't used it, but I, I think you can message people. I don't know. I haven't tried that. I, I want nothing today. to do with most of the TikTok user base. I don't want to interact with most of those. Don't you no, want the engagement, stuff. baby? You gotta have the engagement. <laughs> you gotta engage in the DMs. That is, one engagement ring that is not going to put on. Especially when I throw up. I don't want to know where that engagement ring goes. Yeah. Jesse, will you will you get on TikTok and do like yourself as a woman? Are you gonna go do that engagement baby stuff? Am I back? No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do that thing where you can look like a woman. I have really crooked teeth on the bottom. Don't worry, Kyle. I'll edit that together real nice. <laughs> just like just like TikTok has the beautify button to edit yourself <laughs> prettier. We don't so, talk about so TikTok I'm, anymore. So I'm ugly. Yeah. That's what you're saying is I need a I need a button that makes me pretty because I'm gross. Yeah, there's like a filter it's, now that you can just uh, put on yourself. You're not on supposed Snapchat to. Whose side you... are you on? <laughs> I'm just saying it, it might help some things. Yeah, I don't I don't really mess with Snapchat. <laughs> no. So there's a Snapchat filter that allows you to either look like a woman or a man now. So you can yeah, choose which yeah. filter you want to put on. And actually, if you put the man filter on a man, it just makes you look more masculine. <laughs> so like, yeah. See, that's what I need that in my real life, though. <laughs> like, it just gave me a darker beard and like a more square jaw. I was like, I feel offended by this uh, filter. <laughs> 
What are you doing? I feel offended oh, and a little turned on, weirdly. <laughs> no, that's when you put the uh, female culture on yourself. Well, you... teach their own. So, uh, moving on from TikTok, there, what we originally talked about discussing was custom Spotify playlists. Heck and this, yeah. And this, uh, we chose this topic because... We have a bomb playlist going. Yeah, Jesse and I actually have a really awesome playlist going on Spotify right now. Uh, I'm be in on it. Why can't I be in it? So you need to use Twitter. Vid- video game journalist no. Jeff Gerstman. I actually asked you to contribute to this, Kyle, and you, you never did? did. I did. Wait, in the DMs nope. on Insta. In Twitter? No, on Insta. I asked you. So. Oh. The uh, oh, I came across a playlist like uh, Jeff Gersman, the video game uh, journalist for GiantBomb.com, uh, created. Uh, they were doing a preview of a game that allowed had Spotify integration, and he had made a custom playlist of just you know like racing game songs. And so I sort of pirated that and stole his list of like ten or so th- songs. And I thought I want a. Ca- I really miss those like not great but kind of good songs that used to be in, like, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 racing games. Yeah, it's a very like specific the, like, mood. Like the B-side techno songs from, like, Junkie XL and, like, third-wave ska music that is <laughs> that are deep cuts mm-hmm. from, like, uh, a Big Fish album. You know, does, does Tony Hawk count for that? Yeah, Tony Hawk yeah. totally counts. See, that's okay. what I expanded yeah. to, is once I decide, I got into the racing music, I thought... You know, like, Jerry was a race car driver, definitely belongs on this list. So I'm going to go through and start adding. I expanded it to include, like, games that have a lot of motion in them. Like, you know, just Mm -hmm. it's themed around movement. So, and and really what I wanted was a playlist of music to listen to while I'm riding my motorcycle. I knew that's why you wanted this. That really was the motivation behind it. I'm having trouble finding it. Where is it? Someone share it to me, and I'll put it in. So my favorite Tony Hawk song. Share that link. From the original. Yeah, I'll grab it. But uh, Tony Hawk. I threw in a bunch of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 tracks, because that's personally my favorite soundtrack of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. Although, uh, one is also good. Three, uh, pretty good as well. But I think two is the prime uh, piece de resistance of Tony Hawk music. And... uh... This is the first time I have created an open playlist on Spotify, which means anyone who goes to the playlist can edit it and add and remove music. That was why I shared it to you on, oh the, uh, on the Insta there, Kyle. I'll send it to you on Insta again. I, I'm sorry I didn't see it. I don't, was no, it a no, part of the WizOps right. group? Apparently I can't send it on Insta. It was in the, the WizOps group. So uh, I will yeah, actually true. put this. I'll put this in the WizOps in the, uh, in the robot here in the Discord. Do you there have... You do you have Superman by Goldfinger in there? Absolutely, of course I have Superman Hawk by Hawk. Goldfinger in there. Are you kidding me? So you here I am, getting older all the time. Getting younger in my mind. There's some pretty killer tracks in here. Also, yeah, there's I a lot of really killer. What I and I like that Spears, Spears picked it up and he immediately understood the goal of the playlist <laughs> and started adding in some music from like. Uh, Oh, what's that? That inline jet set radio music in there. When I saw you put the jet set radio music in there, I was like, "He gets it. He knows what I'm going (laughs) for here." Yeah, race music. Okay, is Blink One Eighty Two off limits? 
I think they'd be uh, no, good. I d- it would depend. Like, if you want to put one of their like really big songs that's very popular, then that's probably no. not what goes on there. No, 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 no. I would do you know like I mean? damn it. It, it, damn it. Like, would probably be the one. Yeah, that I would, like the most famous one I would put on. You see, what I think also if it sounds like it belongs in a Tony Hawk game, it might also fit too. So I think exactly. Like, I, I'm not limiting it to music that is in racing games or is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In. Like, for instance, Junkie XL is uh, a techno artist who made a lot of songs that went into those games, and I found out that he actually made an album for a Red Bull Formula One documentary. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna grab music from that. That's a that's a smart idea. Uh, what I noticed too is there's a lot of uh, like breakbeat and uh, like drum and bass music in here too, which is one of my favorite genres of electronic music. Okay, it's, a lo- it's also great for racing stuff. Can you guys still can hear you me? Guys, yeah, we can hear you. Mm-hmm. You can hear me now. Can you yeah. hear this? <laughs> no, no. For a second. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. Okay, you can hear this. That's great. It's working. No feedback. It's so, like it gets quiet when you talk, so it's like kind of yeah right. So here here's a controversial song that I felt I had to include on the playlist, but I want to get your opinion on it. So imagine you're driving. I know what it is. You're driving very fast down a road next to a beach. There's palm trees. You're with your buddy. You're racing your buddy. You're, you're you know you're in this arcadey racing game. You're flipping back and forth. You're having fun, and this comes on the radio. What 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 are we thinking about this? Yeah, it's not my it's not uh, my first inclination. That doesn't go on the list. <laughs> oh, it a hundred percent goes on the list. Kyle's a harsh no on that one. I I I think it is uh, I think it is an appropriate like fun song. Uh, I just I can't I can't you, take no, the image of Adam no, Levine no, 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 out of my head. No, here's the no, thing. That's, it, no, it's let, too Disney, bro. Like, let me you know let me say she she, she uses the f word in that song. That it is not matter. Disney. So here's they wrote here's the, the f word in like Aladdin or something. Let, <laughs> let me say a this is one of the only two songs that were important in the game Burnout Paradise. There was Take Me Down to Parasite, Paradise City, and Avril Lavigne's right. Girlfriend. Those are the only two songs that mattered in that in that game. No, but also, yeah, it's like this, the sense of pace and speed and movement in the song is actually not that bad when you ignore the fact that it's Avril Lavigne. It's got a good tempo. So wait, can I can I delete it if you add it in? Is that right? <laughs> I hope not. Isn't that the rule? But this is what I'm going for. It's like it's the point is not to put good songs on there. The point is to put it's, good so- songs on there that make sense for the playlist. Yeah, you know what I mean? and songs that feel good, like, in a racing driving setting. I yeah, it's a, it's a song, like, if you were playing a racing game, and it can- and it's like, oh, well, this makes sense. There's a lot of garbage music in racing games. I'm going to do a playlist that's just all Star by Smash Mouth over and over again. See, I actually debated putting some Smash Mouth in here, but... Uh... It would have to be like a deep cut Smash Mouth, and I don't want to listen to any deep cut <laughs> Smash some, Mouth. Uh, naked ladies. What's that? Some Neil CC Reggae Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. That's yeah, that's so good. Um, no, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of LCD, LCD sound system. There's some gorillas in here, and there is uh, there's Jet Set Radio stuff. Another thing I wanted to make sure I included was uh, in a lot of like. Ridge Racers and Gran Turismo's and things like that. 
there's always like some slick, uh, like semi jazz techno music. And I actually found a new genre of music because I tried to make this uh, playlist. Really? I'm going to play some of it right now. What's the genre called? So it is Hospital Lounge Core. Wow. That's specific. <laughs> and that's what I'm playing for you right now. This is a song from Ridge Racer. It's cutting out, man. Yeah. We need the vibe, though. Yeah. I just want to kill myself, though, but, but I get it. Well, you'd be, in a, you'd, you'd be in a house. You'd be in a hospital, so. See, I like chill stuff. I don't like too much house. Like this is a this is a chill, groovy racing song, you know. This this does remind me of like Gran Turismo. Specifically. Yeah, no, yeah. But yeah, that's from a, an album called Outpatients. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Can we put in, uh, the Cruising USA song? Oh yeah! If you got oh, a Cruising yeah. USA song, add that's it a good on there. I also like that you put uh, X Gun Give It To You by DMX in there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a that one made sense. That is, and, is Rage Against the Machine allowed, or is yeah. that not? Oh, yeah, there's, there's not? already one on there, for sure. Oh, okay, so yeah, I need to go through the list better. Yeah, Guerrilla Radio is definitely a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 track, I believe. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I mean, honestly, I had to resist the urge to put all of Battle of Los Angeles on there, but... Yeah, that's a good one. Also, funny thing, 192000 by Gorillaz, that song, uh, it, racing isn't the first thing that I think of when I hear that song. No, uh, me neither, but it makes sense. It does, but it, uh, it's actually, it reminds me of FIFA, because it was in one of the FIFA games. Oh, was it really? Was like, this song. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like FIFA 2006 or something like that, like a really old one, because I was like, really, I was young when I heard it, I was like, oh, whoa. And that's, isn't a that, cool uh, song. Uh, that's an example of the type of, of the type of song where I mean, it's like, Okay, so you want to put a Gorillaz song on there, but the like the big Gorillaz songs don't make They're sense on a slow. playlist. Like mm-hmm. by the time Gorillaz was making music that was super popular, they were too expensive to license for a racing game. So yeah. you need to, like it's it's finding those like before a band became popular stuff like that. Yeah. But the flip side of that like is <laughs> the flip side of that is if you're going to put an Andrew WK song on a playlist you put party hard. There's no exactly. other song to choose. So it's it's a Absolutely. very careful line you have to toe with this. I added uh, I added Rollin' by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was okay. Uh, I wanted to delete it, but I'll allow it. You can it's, take it off. No, here's no? the thing, it's like I don't I don't like that song, but that's not the point <laughs> of the playlist. You know what I mean? Oh, so, so we're just yeah. doing things we so, don't like. Okay, so now we'll definitely so sabotage them. <laughs> Oh, and it's a Roland Air Raid vehicle, by the way. Just right. Oh, did I do the wrong one? No, no, you got it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just okay. That's the, in quotes, Air Raid vehicle, whatever that is. Just means. like, I really don't like the song Fell in Love with a Girl by the White Stripes, but you know what? It belongs on the list. I, I like that song, and it, uh, it does belong on this list. Well, you have poor taste, so, so that makes sense. I'm, I'm adding stuff. I don't know if it's already on there. Is that... You know, the, the cool It'll thing about It'll tell you if it's already it, on there. The, the cool thing, though, about making a themed Spotify playlist like this is that you start putting in tracks that you know fit, and then you start looking at songs within the track, within the playlist, and you're like, this song kind of sounds, feels like that song, or reminds me a lot of this song for some reason. You start putting other songs, and then it kind of evolves from there. From It's like a branching tree of genres, which is kind of cool. Because I yeah. saw that you put in, like, Skrillex in there, and I would not have thought to put in, like, 
music like Skrillex in this book, but I saw it and I was like, okay, so that means I can put in some yeah. kind of similar. That's, that's the sort of song where it's like it's outside of my range because I was shooting for like late '90s, early 2000s music, but yeah. like ba- I can't li- explain it. Bangarang belongs on the list. That's the kind yeah. of like. Yeah crappy <laughs> b-grade popular music that, will be remembered as like kind of like let this get in park and stuff in my mind yeah i yeah. feel like it's i feel like it, it fits the the mood we're going for that led me to put like pendulum in there i was like okay that reminds me of like EDM. yeah and I when i saw you put pendulum in there again i was like nailed it so how do we feel about sugar ray <laughs> uh, uh Ooh, big i don't it's it's I think I, I think you're hitting the vibe, but keep in mind like there's a sense of speed and move. There's a sense of movement I want to maintain. Oh no no, 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 no So it's no, like you would no, it's you would just have, have to be careful. It's not gonna happen. Like with Sugar Ray, you nailed it. But there's like you know you have to find one of his songs that fits that sense of that. Yeah, sense it's of a racing. It can't be too. Yeah, it's race so, music, right? I really want to add a Third Eye Blind song since they're kind of my favorite band. But I don't know if that that doesn't really fit. There's not really any other songs that really yeah, fit. Yeah, so there's come out to pass. Oh man, like, I feel like if I looked at some, maybe if I looked at some Third Eye Blind, I could find one. But uh... so also, um, I put uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones in this playlist too. Uh, Kyle because... also added a Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, which fits. Uh, I, I mean, we, Scott... we, all, we all added impression I get, right? Didn't we? Right. <laughs> no. Did we all add that? Because I definitely already added that. I put in the no, okay. I, I can't. Oh, okay. Like I said, I think there was like some more B tone, B size is what we're going to. But hey, the impression that I get belongs on the list. You're right. So, but I added the Rascal King because that was the, the first time I ever heard that song was when I was a, a very young child playing PlayStation One. And there was this game called Rogue Trip. Do you guys ever play that? I never played Rogue Trip. Here's a little sample of the Rascal King. That's a good one. (laughs) Anyway, it's good. (laughs) But uh, the the Rascal King was on that game, and I don't know why, but that was the only song I remember from that game. But every time I hear that song, I think of Rogue Trip, which is basically a a low-budget version of twist metal um but it's it's uh vacation themed i guess right and that's how i feel about super superman by goldfinger it's like oh yeah gran turismo 3 aspect is the first thing i think of when i hear that song yep i didn't realize it's called road trip vacation 2012 it's the subtitle (laughs) nice that had chevy chase in it right (laughs) yeah if you look at the cover art it looks a lot like chevy chase (laughs) on there but yeah, so that's. Uh, do, have you guys ever tried to do something like this before? Set up a theme theme playlist on, uh, yeah, it, on something that's as vague and uh, touchy feely as as this is. I've never set up one that's as vague as this one, where it's just like a, a like a general. It's a vibe, uh, vibe or theme. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe. Um, I I only have I have a '90s playlist, which is just basically one hit wonders and things that I remember from my childhood in the '90s uh, being on the radio. Right. But yeah, this is a this is definitely a good good way to flex your musical um, mental muscles. How do we feel about Eve Six? <laughs> oh, <laughs> also not appropriate the, for yeah, the racing that, clothes, I think. Yeah, no, it's I know. Like, okay, I'm kidding. You're, I'm you're kidding. here. You're, you're hitting the '90s playlist, Kyle. Yeah, you're hitting the period sure piece appropriately, it. but it's like you know the the, the vibe. Is Basket Case Basket Case by Green Day would work? 
Oh, wait, well, I not. haven't heard that in a while. I would have to listen to it. Is that the one that starts with the bass line? Like, do, 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 do. Is like, that, do you have the time? Mm, that's I, I wouldn't see that in a racing game though. You You're play a lot of racing games. You're such a dick. Okay. I feel like you don't. I feel like you didn't play a lot of racing games at at the time. Oh my god! Yes, I did, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. I don't okay. listen to a lot of music. Sorry, I don't look, man. You're a musician. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kyle. Kyle was at anything. <laughs> Uh, Kyle was way into uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, oh man, I was I'm gonna burn you so hard, but my brain spaced. What's that like rock rap Christian band? <laughs> <laughs> Pod Toby Mac man. Toby Mac. Pod. Yeah, I listen to a lot of Pod. Kyle only yeah, listened to Pod. I did not listen to Pod. I listened to Pod when I went to P- PCS. I bet you did. No, I listened. Obviously, pop- I did listen to PCS. A lot of was a popular place up. to listen to Pod. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely listened to a lot of Christian music growing up, but also listen to the other stuff. Oh man, so uh, um, but the, well, the thing I feel like we've already like unless we really dig, I feel like the list is done, right? Like it's you know more. it's grown over time, and I can definitely seeing seen adding it. I actually found a really good resource, which there is a website entirely dedicated to racing game soundtracks that I found while looking for stuff on here, and it's called like NeedForSpeedSoundtrack.com or something like that, but they have more stuff than just Need for Speed games. You so, definitely did a deep deep dive on this. I'm actually I mean, there's, a, there's a lot on race. Here's, the, here's my problem. There's a lot of race songs I don't like. Like this hospital stuff you played, I'm like, I don't yeah, that's that's a very specific thing, which is uh, which is Japanese racing games. That, that also that reminds is, me of like that is the, the soundtrack being... that was on PlayStation One Japanese racing game. Yeah, it reminds me too of like the days. Just from it, just reminds me of like PlayStation One in general. I don't know why, but like yeah, like menu uh, music from yeah obscure every, Japanese and games and every every game from PlayStation yeah, like One. Every every game. <laughs> Like, well, uh, yeah, I remember getting NFS. the jam pack, uh, the disc, the jam pack disc. Oh yeah, uh, the menus that? on the demo, demo games. Uh, so many of those games had like really weird soundtracks, and I don't remember the games at all. But I remember hearing weird, like, so, like just uh, you know, just very Japanese sounding uh, EDM lounge drum, drum and bass type stuff. But no, this this uh, this list is definitely going to grow because if you go to nfssoundtrack.com, they have a list of every song from almost every racing game that's ever come out, like Need for Speed games, Forza, Burnout, uh, Grid, Midnight Club, MotorStorm, Crazy Taxi, Monster wow. Jam, MX versus ATV. Like it's. I played a lot everything. of those games. Yeah. MX ATV. That was uh, where I got into uh, what? What's the genre of music that's like? Um, it was after Nirvana, and it all was bad. It's like post grunge, you know, like right the right the year after Bush, basically. Yeah, like what what alternative music was around? Yeah, yeah, in the in the really early two thousands, that was all the music from the eighties. Hold on, did you just say Bush is bad? No, no, no. After Bush, after Bush. There is the year after Jesse. There is no there is no after Bush. (laughs) But I know what you're talking about, like like Perfect Circle and. How do we feel about me first like and that. the gimme? About what? What's that? How do we feel about me first and the gimme gimmies? 
never heard it of that. It sounds like it belongs on the list, but I don't they, know. They're, they, they, they are a punk band of this genre we're talking about, but they it's, only do covers of other songs. Oh, hmm, interesting. Like, they do, like, covers of everything. You've never heard Me First in the Gimme Gimme? No, I don't think so. Go search Me First in the Gimme Gimme's and get back to me. I think it could go. It's pretty garbage. Again, but it's not... All, it's <laughs> typically high tempo. Both of these things sound like it belongs on the list. I have a song <laughs> by the Swingin' like, Utters on here. Yeah, I put that on there. <laughs> like, yeah, you did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add a cover to it. I'm gonna add I Will Survive to it. So you guys listen to it, and if it's like, nah, no way, then whatever. But, um, obviously oh. you can take it off. But I, I'll also, just say, I, I really enjoyed this as a thought project, and I rec- encourage everyone out there, like, if you really want to dive into something musically to, to pick something, some sort of playlist like this, like a mood or a genre you want to get into, and uh, maybe something you're not already super interested in or might not necessarily be your, you know, your style outside of a specific situation. Like, none of this music is something I would listen to when I'm not playing a racing video game or riding my motorcycle. Yeah, it's a fun exercise, just kind of like... Just try to make a vibe type playlist, right? No, you're right. So do it. Have fun. Speaking of motorcycles, we have a Jesse Spears motorcycle update. Jesse, how are your motorcycles? Mm -hmm. You have three now. I hear I have three motorcycles, which uh, is something I've been aspiring to have for a long time. Maybe not the exact motorcycles you would have chosen. No, no, because two of them were free. (laughs) I didn't pay for them. Yeah, the, uh, my neighbor uh, across the street from me, he rides a really cool old Royal Enfield. Uh, is it an old like Royal Enfield or one of the new ones that looks old? It is an old one. It is a legit oh, okay. old All Royal right. Enfield. Um, I don't know what year it is, but it's definitely uh, before the whatever company makes them now makes them. Um, but uh, it looks like the one that uh, in Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, uh, like, you know, the the one oh the, yeah side card it's that was a year all i think but that was a year old um, yeah yeah but uh, i think she does she take the 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 sidecar off and makes it even faster bike or whatever anyway <laughs> but he's got a, he's got a bike that kind of looks like that it's a really cool bike and uh i was out talking to him in his in his driveway a few weeks ago and he i was looking in his garage and i was like oh you got a couple bikes in there and he says yeah i got these two mopeds these two tomos mopeds that don't work. Do you want them? And I was like, uh, yeah. So he, he, they, he pulled them out. They were like nine. This is like a dream come true. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? This guy is giving me like these super cool vintage mopeds. Like, and I have, I had read up on them before I'd seen like a few documentaries about people talking about moped gangs and stuff like that. There's a cool little subculture specifically about. Yeah. That's uh, I started a moped gang in college. It was called mopeds, mo problems. <laughs> uh, were, were you the only member? Uh, I was only the only member, and I didn't have a moped. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a uh, a motorcycle club in uh, my high school when no one owned motorcycles. Um, but anyway, so he gave me these two. They're they're both 1987 Tomos Bullet LLX. I think is what the uh, tag is. Um, but well, they're black go, and gold. Go, they, have, they say golden bullet on the side of them. Tomo bullet? LLX? Uh, it's a Tomos... Uh, I 
think it's an A3. I can't remember it. So they have, they have a lot of different designations for Tomo's moped. But if you look up Tomo's Golden Bullet, you'll see it. It's a black and gold bike. Oh, TTLX. Oh, this is actually pretty cool, man. Now, do you have the kind with the the step through frame, or do you have the uh, the solid frame? It's a, it's the solid frame, so it's, oh, okay. it looks like a little bike kind of. Like you don't see straight through. Like a lot of the, the Tomos, they have a separation from the frame and the gas tank, so there's a little gap there. These are like all they look like they look like a basically a really old Grom, which is yeah. awesome to me. No, that's that's killer. Yeah, because I have a big obsession with mini miniature bikes and Groms specifically, and lots of other like monkeys and that kind of stuff. So I was so super when you stoked. when you got these two motorcycles, did they both work? Yeah, so since they were he, free? like he. They they looked like they were in good condition. Like he's definitely kept up with them, um, but they did not run. Like you try to kick them over, there was just nothing. And he told me that they both well, have. If you're kicking them issues. over, of course they're not going to run. You treat them like that. <laughs> oh my god! He's talking about kickstarting the motorcycles, everybody. Yeah, sorry. These are kickstarts. Uh, unlike most modern mo- motorcycles that are electric, st- these you have to you actually sit on it and you kick the pedals. Like so, these these are motorcycles with also bicycle pedals. Oh, so, really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, all mopeds, most oh, almost yeah, all mopeds that. have a bicycle pedal uh, linked to the chain. Um, and so you actually kick the pedals backwards, like you're trying to brake on like some bikes, and that that's what kickstarts the engine. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You see, I'm learning something because I knew I knew about kickstarts, but I didn't know that like that's where it's it originated. A pedal that's neat. Kickstart. Um, I definitely originated like pe- kickstarts. Definitely came before these guys. Oh, um, yeah, but they 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 kind of I guess use that as their way to avoid having an actual kickstart uh, lever on them. Like I don't know why I don't know why they have pedals because realistically you cannot pedal this. Like I tried. <laughs> And unless you're like four feet tall, you're having a, you're gonna have a not fun time pedaling this bike. Um, but so they they wouldn't kick over, and so I took them in my garage. Uh, I looked I looked over them just trying to figure out why they might not be working. He said it was electrical, so I immediately first looked at um, some of the wiring that he. So actually, another unique thing about these guys: no battery. They have a magneto. Oh. Okay. Oh well, so, I mean, with the pedals, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, so the uh, whenever you kick the engine, that's what starts like the engine firing, and that was what powers the magneto, which then powers your yeah, lights and, you, and all yeah. that. It's like so a, as long it's as the like bike's a running, simplified like, alternator. Yeah, and since you're much. pedaling, you you're with the pedal and the kickstart, you you give it a kick a spark to start it off, and then it can run on its right. own. Right. So that yeah, that kick is what generates the spark, and then that starts the engine, and that then powers the magneto. Um, so I was looking at that, trying to see if there's any like you know misconnections somewhere. Like it, I don't know the first thing about wiring, so I was like really lost. Like I was like, I would hope this isn't actually an electrical issue. Um, but I just luckily there's a huge um, resource base online for Tomos and other mopeds that are all very similar to this uh, stock. And so I just kind of went through some basic troubleshooting. Um, I found that they they didn't have electrical problems because they had spark, and you're not gonna get spark if you don't if you have electrical issue somewhere in the bike. Um, and meaning right. that the uh, spark plug generates a spark, which then ignites fuel inside the cylinder. Um, I'm not a super great mechanic, but I learned a little bit from a lot of my reading. So that um, sounds exciting. 
I yeah, almost re- I almost regret buying like a really nice motorcycle that's not going to break down because I have not <laughs> I have not had to do this. I have not had to learn about the actual mechanics. I mean, yeah, I can you know, it, ch- change my oil and swap my sprockets and stuff like that, but that's why I'm so glad I got these and I'm glad that they weren't in working condition because it allowed me to figure out how like some of these uh, manic- mechanical things work. So, and like I said, I found out that it's not electrical, it's actually mechanical in both the bikes. They just really kind of have dirty carburetors and needed some like kind of TLC. Like okay. the one the one that he that he said he rode most often, uh, all I did was just kind of took took the carburetor out of the bike, cleaned it up a good bit. There was it was it had some block jets, which is what delivers the fuel mixture to the carburetor, which then goes into the uh, cylinder. Um, but so it wasn't getting a good mixture of air and fuel. Cleaned it oh. out and it like a, just ran perfect. Um, That's great. I was super excited about that. What's uh, what's the CC on those? How how big is the um, on those? I believe they're anywhere from 25 uh, to 50 cc, depending on the model. These, I think, are 25 cc. Oh, okay. I'm just curious because I just I just found a Thomas for sale in Austin for 700 bucks, and I'm yeah, they're I'm, really cheap. Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, so they max out at probably about 30 miles an hour. Um, if you're like kind of going down a slight, if you're going uh, downhill and don't weigh as much yeah. as we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one that I got working the best doesn't have a working speedometer, so I don't know how fast it goes. But I don't think it's faster than 25. Um, but yeah, you can see from these pictures, like the the engine cylinder head is in like right in the front of the bike, and it's like probably the yeah. biggest part of that's uh that's like air cooled baby. Look at those fins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a giant heat sink. Um, but it feels but yeah, good it's... when you're pedaling past that little uh, little space heater down there. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a little comfortable because your feet you have to kind of maneuver them not to be near the engine, which is tough because it's like right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it does get a little warm sometimes. Um, but yeah, the, the I've just now recently been working on the second bike, and that's got I think more complicated issues. Um, it has all of like two hundred miles on it, so it was barely ridden. It's basically almost brand new. Like it's got a few little, you know. Um, bumps and scratches there, here and there, but it's hmm. it's very in very good condition. Um, That's exciting. So it's yeah, it's super fun. It gave me an opportunity to really learn more about mechanics and just working, trying to get a bike running from a non-running state. You know, because um, I always have, I've always had newer bikes, except for my first bike. My first was a 250 Ninja, which uh, did not run well when I got it. Um, so that gave me, that was like where I kind of started with my, uh, some small experience working on motorcycles. See, I messed up because when I was getting into motorcycles, I always thought to myself, oh, I'll, you know, this is going to be fun. This is going to be something mechanical. I'm going to have a little, pro- like I can go in there and tinker with it and stuff like that. And then I messed mm-hmm. up and I bought a Honda, <laughs> which will never break. Your first mistake, uh, yeah. Uh, has fuel injection and is water cooled, so it'll never overheat, and it uh, mm-hmm. has no carburetors, and it uh, is will mm-hmm. just always work until the end of time, and doesn't need me to do anything to it at all. <laughs> yep, it's like that. In one, at one side is definitely a very nice thing to have, though. I, I actually needed since I sold my car, and I, I got into motorcycles. Like I swapped my car for a motorcycle to save a bunch of money. 
Yeah. And uh, so I actually do need reliable transportation, though. So that that is awesome that you're fully 100% motorcycle driven for your. Uh, yeah. Well, not today because we had tornadoes. So I was in the I was yeah. in my wife's truck today. But yeah, other than uh, the only vehicle that uh, has my name on the title is a motorcycle. That's really cool. But that makes me want to. That's why I'm so excited for you. Like, I wish I lived near you now so I could go tinker on these bikes with you because that uh, that really appeals to me having that sort of a project. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I mean, on my days off, I'm pretty much uh, in the garage trying to get these things up and working, um, and it's a lot of fun. It's like really satisfying trying to get something, you know. Like it, I've never really been much into mechanics, and like I didn't know the first thing about any kind of engine until probably when I got my first motorcycle. So it's really cool to learning a new skill, learning about a new a new uh, a topic. That's cool. So, Kyle, have you ever been uh, uh, have you ever been tempted to to try your hand at the at the two wheeled beast? Get into the the, gang? At the uh, iron horse for walking. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I, I would like. I think a motorcycle would be cool. Um, Courtney is super opposed to it, though. Well, she's um, a medical professional, so that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I don't. I don't think she's opposed to it because um, because like she just never wants me to do it. It's just Florida. Like, people drive kind of crazy down here. And so she's like, I don't think I want you driving around Orlando. Mm. Like, and I was like, I get that. I understand that 100%. But she's like, if we, if we move somewhere else, it's a little bit quieter and stuff. Like, that's something that I would potentially do. But um, I've thought about it. I definitely uh, would be into it. But it's it's pretty low on the priority list, to be honest, with all the other projects yeah. and crap and equipment yeah, that I have. No uh, like I said, it's, it saved me... No, a lot of money because not only could I pocket the money from selling my car, but also insurance yeah. on my motorcycle because I have kind of a slow motorcycle and a cheap motorcycle that I bought for like a couple grand off Craigslist. It's uh, like the insurance is insanely cheap. It's like $120 a year yeah. for, for comprehensive coverage. It's insane. Getting real cheap motorcycle insurance. I think I, I got full coverage on my DRZ 400 and that's, I don't know, it's like 20 bucks a month. Yeah, anything anything under five hundred cc is is wildly cheap to mm-hmm. own. Uh, not to mention the gas mileage is great. So, well, I don't know yeah. how it would be on the DRZ. On the Honda, it's like D- seventy five miles to the gallon. The DRZ is like okay. It gets probably like fifty miles to the gallon. I did some modifications to the carburetor on that one. That was actually my first experience. Actually, oh, you rejetted it. Yeah, I I did what they call the four by four mod. Uh, I don't. I think it's because you, you have to cut a four by four inch square hole into the air box of the bike uh, oh, so it nice. gets more airflow. And then you rejet it so it, it kind of takes in a larger amount of air, more fuel, and it kind of just, I guess, it's, it's supposed to get more. It's like a turbo. Yeah, it's more torque, more power. Yeah, it's like a turbo. Um, and, pro- and definitely more gas. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely uses more gas. Um, but it still gets, I think, 50 miles to the gallon. I can make it. Uh, a, a tank would be about 110 miles or so. Nice. Um, and I it's think not it's not something you would want to ride for 100 miles anyway. I don't think. No, God, no! It's so uncomfortable. It's right. Well, that's an off-road fun. style motorcycle. Right. It's fun for what it can do, but it, I really do wish I had a commuting motorcycle because that would save me so much money a month and get. I like mine and uh, and, and especially for commuting because it's like a 50 mile an hour road on the way to work. It takes me 10 minutes to get there, so it's not that dangerous, but, um, mm-hmm. like, 
I've, I've gotten that thing where now I've had my motorcycle for a year and I'm like, oh, what if I upgraded the suspension on my motorcycle? Or what if I uh, added this to it or added that to it or played around yeah. with it? And this, like, I want to start making it a project, but also, like, do I want to do that to this bike? Do you want to dump money into this bike? Yeah. Right. That's do I want to dump money into this bike? Or because if I spend a couple thousand dollars doing mods and stuff like that, well, now I've already spent more on modifying the bike than I did on buying it. Yeah, that's a tough decision to make. Like you got to really be set on that bike and really love it to actually start putting money into modifications. I and think. I think I do. Like it is, it's not a fast bike, but it's a fast enough bike. It's it's very mm-hmm. Honda like in the sense that it is, it will adequately do whatever you want it to do, but it will not do it. <laughs> it will not exceed at anything you want it to do. It's, yeah. it's there. It gets the job done, and it will not surprise or interest you. Yeah, which I appreciate. That's kind of like me, you know. <laughs> no surprises no surprises nothing interesting just sitting here getting the job done <laughs> yeah i um i currently walk to my primary employment so i noticed uh, what that you walk a lot in your instagram stories i was wondering like do you just like take walks all the time so you walk to your job yeah i live across the street from like where i work and then like where i work is in a like a village full of like shop restaurant stuff like that so that's really cool do you yeah, work in? Do you actually work in Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, man, I work. I work in Disney World. That's oh, the, oh sorry, the Florida one's Disney World. My mistake. Yeah, yeah, man, I work in. Uh, I work in Disney World. I think that's stuff really Kyle, there, what's so. Donald Duck like? <laughs> He's racist. <laughs> oh no! I take it back. Uh, oh no! He's pretty good. I don't know. No, honestly, I don't know, man. I don't ever do any of the character stuff. I just walk around because Courtney wants me to go. <laughs> Do you ever oh, take a photo of, with the princess where they make you leave room for Jesus? No, I don't. <laughs> I can't take a picture with the princess because I feel like a. Um, like every time I see him, I'm like, I could never just go take a picture with them, and like I don't want to. But I'm just saying, like those that are. Makes sense. You those can take are an awkward. It, it would feel like taking an awkward prom photo, which is the worst part of going to prom. No, that would be fine because I would be the same age as that 19 year old girl. <laughs> I'm a 34 year old man. But hey, I waited in line. Uh, Aurora, could you? Could I take a picture with you? Sleeping Beauty are my favorite. Um, it just doesn't play well, man. You, you know could get over there. Know? I imagine Goofy would be watching your hands very closely. No, Goofy's cool. I could take a picture with Goofy. Now I've taken pictures. Goofy, Goofy is Baka. Goofy's so. the only character that I do not trust. On <laughs> the basis, the basis that he is the only Disney character that we can confirm has had a child. That is and true. Goofy fucked. True. Goofy fucked. Yeah, that's creepy <laughs> to know. He did at some point, somehow. Gosh! Maybe he just, I don't know, man. Maybe he just lays eggs. <laughs> be honest here. What does a nah. goofy egg look like? And who lays it? Is it goofy or what did goofy you have sex it. with? Gosh! There's no, there's no female breakfast. Magic and pixie dust, bro. Pixie dust. I'm just gonna keep believing in the storks that those are real and that Disney applies that logic to Goofy. I guess. Uh, yeah. Don't try to make too. You, the thing about Disney stories in general, you don't, you can't think about it too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. We're we're all Disney media breaks down is uh, if you really put thought into it, but if you let it wash over you and you just kind of get numb, just like you're listening to an Avril Lavigne song. Uh, <laughs> Then it feels like, oh yeah, this this feels right in my loins. Um, but no, man, I've taken pictures of, like Chewbacca, you know, they, like ones like that. Um, but 
No. You know, no guy stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, like the guy stuff. Um, nah, you know. I mean, Sebastian went out to the bar, got flipping wasted. <laughs> a mermaid's yeah, fish. Google. Sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, the crab? Like it is. Yeah, the crab. I think <laughs> that's who he's talking about. Sebastian. You order your beer like it is. <laughs> I don't know, I can't. Can that was like an Italian accent, but I think he's Jamaican, yeah. which is he's Jamaican. Or Caribbean. Yeah, he's I'm pretty Jamaican. sure he's Italian. Hey, yeah, well, well, he gets chased by an Italian yeah. chef. I'm welcome to the scene. castle. Uh, come here, Ariel. Mia, Mia. <laughs> oh my god, that's how I remember it. Right, right. Oh, no, this all oh child, out. come here. If you ever uh, soak the cork. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you ever like seen that? You ever seen that skit? That's that's my favorite skit. Of all time, of any SNL skit ever, ever, is a uh, so- soaking cork or whatever. Jesse, I, I don't know this one. Fred Armisen. It's no, it's Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands, and it is the funniest. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> is it one? Of, is it one of the SNL the skit. ones where Jimmy Fallon can't keep a straight face? No, dude, it's so funny. It doesn't matter. But no, actually, okay, I'm gonna it. watch this later. Laugh. It's called Cork Soakers. Yes, cork soakers. So they, so they. I mean, I'll I'll give you a synopsis real quick. But they they come in and the whole thing is like, uh, they're like, oh come here, like they, it's like a like a wine tour, and they're taking people around, like they're showing people how they soak the corks for the wine. <laughs> so like, uh, Grandma Mabel, she's been soaking cork for eighty. Years. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna ruin it, but you you guys definitely watch that if you haven't it's i'll put that in the robot same. and uh, uh after this, podcast, watch it we'll, after this. Have, we'll have a little we'll have a little synchronized watch but uh, yeah i do think that's gonna wrap up our podcast we have we got a lot done we talked about instagram we talked about jesse's uh new photography business we talked about yeah motorcycles and music yeah i added during that time when you guys talk about motorcycles i, added, I said oh, i don't know <laughs> Oh no! I will say one thing is if you have an open playlist on Spotify, like the first week is just uh, like SoundCloud rappers adding their bullshit onto the lists. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah, because if it's open, it's open to like everybody. It's the new handing out cassettes. It's like oh my god, that's crazy. That's funny. That's funny. But anyway, so I'm gonna have to go delete all this later, but. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Jesse Spears for joining us, uh, cutting time thank out of the schedule. And uh, I want everybody to have a good time. Bye. Excellent question, Mabella. As you can see from right now. <laughs> These three guys right here are some of the most talented cock soakers. Say hello, you cock soakers. Okay, I get it. Uh. Now, I'm, I'm curious, how does one become a cork? As I like it to say, cork soakers are born, not made. <laughs> Luigi here was simply born to soak cork. Come, uh, Luigi. I love soaking a cork. I could soak a cork all night long if they let me. Uh, I would soak two corks at once. <laughs> I think Fred Armisen is going to be so in this. Are all corks the same? No, 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 no. Um, I like to soak the big, thick corks. <laughs> I like it along a 
skinny one. <laughs> I like the dark ones. <laughs> the great thing about the cork soaking is that while it you like soak like I would the write cork, the high school. You can also <laughs> massage at the grapes. <laughs> Until the cork is ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll never forget the first time I saw the cork. I was 15 in a summer camp. You know, oh my I god. I've that all the cork soakers are men. Oh, yes. Come yes. <laughs> here. Come in here. Come on in. <laughs> Monica, tell these nice people how you soak the cork. Well, ever since I started soaking cork, I'm the most popular girl in school. Crew, men come from all over just to watch us soak a cork. Grandma Carmela still soaking cork at age 87. I got it. It's a great, great thing in Italy. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, this, this soaking corks really seems like a family business. So, so does your wife like soaking? <laughs> soaking corks? Well, she used to when we were dating. Now, not so much. <laughs> um, could you teach me how to soak cork? You know, when are you walking in here? I could have sworn you were already an expert cork soaker. <laughs> I'll never forget, this one vintage was unusually large, and I thought Giuseppe would need extra corks. And I thought Marcello would need more corks. So we sought each other's corks at the same time. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Me soaking his cork while he soaked mine? <laughs> what year was that? Yeah, the year we soaked each other's corks? Yeah. Is that the one? Late 60s, right? Yeah, yeah. 68? I wanted to say 70. You sure it wasn't earlier than that? I know it was some time, all right? Let's just say between 68 and 70, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. This is all really so fascinating. So I think that one of you could teach me how to suck corks. I do it. I do it. I do it. I'm sorry. Come with me, my Bella. I will let you soak my cork as long as you want. Well, I'm chapeau. That's pretty good. That was great. That's my favorite one oh my God. of all time. SNL had some really good stuff. Uh, 